Hello, and welcome back to Full Out with Samantha Jo Harvey. It is Sam, and today is part two of the explant story. So in case you missed it, I released a podcast episode a few weeks ago called Explant Part One, and I had recorded that the day before I went in for surgery to have my breast implants removed after nine years of having them. And in that podcast, I talked about um, just really what was real for me, my decision, what I was planning to do for recovery, all of the things, the vision for it, et cetera. And today I am, at the time of this recording, I'm exactly three weeks post-op and I am finally feeling more like myself. And I wanted to share not only um, my experience, because I think it's really important and quite honestly, I didn't see a lot of my experience in the research and the podcast that I had consumed prior to my surgery. But I also want to share some of the lessons that have been coming through. And this is going to cover mind, body, and energetics because it is all the same. It is all connected. We are going to dive into the actual physical things first, and then we will dive into the energetics and the lessons that came from it. So in case you haven't listened to the first part, go back, find it, explant part one. It'll give you a really good basis of understanding of where my mindset was, what my vision was, et cetera. So I'm like, okay, I am going to be the doctor's like star patient. I'm going to have a miraculously fast recovery. I'm going to surprise not only the doctors, I'm going to surprise myself. It's I'm going to have drains out in five days. I'm just, it's going to be amazing, right? Because I do believe in the power of the mind. And also (laughs) sometimes we can't control even when we want to. Even if we have like the most crystal clear mindset, sometimes it just doesn't work like that because there's other lessons for us to learn. Now, prior to getting surgery, I had zero symptoms. I had none of the listed breast implant illness symptoms at all. And those range from brain fog, inflammation, unexplained hormone issues, autoimmune diseases. Um, Literally, there's tons and tons of symptoms that are related to this mysterious thing called breast implant illness. I legit never felt anything. There was a question as the doctor was telling me some of these side effects I was like, well, maybe I have some inflammation. Like, I don't know. I, you know, I danced professionally for 10 years in New York and, you know, a zillion different jobs. I have done really high intensity, um, high level fitness jobs. Like my body's been through it. So at 37, you know, maybe it's just because my neck does feel this way or my back does feel this way or my hips feel this way because I have this, you know, repetitive trauma essentially on my body from working so much. And he said, you know what? I think you're going to be surprised. And I had told him, you know, about my weight and I was up around five pounds from what my quote unquote, like typical weight was back in the day. And he said, you know, you might be surprised by that too. And five pounds on a five, six frame can be a lot. So, you know, let's be open to what's possible. So here I am being like, okay, I might have some like magical things that happen and I'm going to feel amazing. It's going to be awesome. And then I have the surgery and my body is super sensitive to anesthesia. I had a really tough time coming off the anesthesia. Like I have that vaso whatever response where I think I'm going to pass out and throw up all at the same time. And thank God I didn't because that would have busted some stitches, but you can imagine... (laughs) 
poor Carlos is dealing with me being like, I think I might pass out. I don't know. I need to lay on the bathroom floor. Like it was, it was a little dramatic. And (laughs) I'm going to share that because it's the real human part of this. So I had a hard time coming off anesthesia. Even by two days post-op, I went back to the doctor for my first post-op visit and I just didn't feel good. Um, We also learned six days into this, that I was having an allergic reaction to the antibiotics that they put me on. Now, here's a really cool lesson. When the doctor prescribed it and when the pharmacist filled it, I something in my body was like, this isn't like, this isn't it. This isn't the right choice for me. And the body knows. I teach this all the time to listen to your body. She has so much wisdom that we don't logically understand. And so the pharmacist said, well, you know, there's a 2% chance that you'll have a reaction. We think you'll be fine. Take the medication. I took the medication. And sure enough, day six, I'm getting these crazy face flushes. I'm starting to experience this numbness in my mouth and my tongue. And I was like, oh, okay, it's time for me to no longer take this medication. So I called the doctor. They took me off. So those are the two big complications that were not wonderful. I did also have drains. And if you've ever had drains, whether you've had a breast reduction, you've had any sort of breast surgery or an explant, they are not fun. They are not fun at all. Um, God bless Carlos for being my nurse because I was not able to clean my own drains. I definitely needed him to do that for me. So lots of training for us for <laughs> for future life things, babies, all that stuff. Um, so where I had hoped that I would have the drains out within five days, I went nine days and then had the drains come out. And the doctor said that from day nine, essentially whenever the drains come out until week three is the time for potential complication. Once the drains come out, you start to move around a little bit more. You're not as protective because you don't have those drains reminding you of your body of the fact that you just had surgery. So I have taken it so easy over the last three weeks, but here is the craziness. I went into this thinking I had zero symptoms, right? Once the implants came out, my body began detoxing. Now it's possible that my body was detoxing the anesthesia and the antibiotics. I did not take any of the narcotics. They prescribed me oxy and I was like, this is just a hard no for me. So I was using CBD and Tylenol for the first probably four days. And the first couple nights I did have an additional um, medication that was just supporting me in sleeping. But I started detoxing. And it started with this horrific, (laughs) horrific smell coming from my armpits. And I, I posted this online. I messaged some functional medicine friends that I have and everyone was like, well, can you describe the smell? Like maybe we can support you with herbs and supplements. And the only way that I knew how to describe this was toxic chemical waste. Like it literally smelled like I was sweating out toxic material, which is fascinating to me because again, I had no symptoms beforehand. I would love to tell you that my armpits are fresh and beautiful. They're still sweating out things, although the scent has gotten a lot less. So I think my body is doing its job. The other symptom that I had was I started getting an insanely oily face and scalp with dandruff which was the most disgusting thing ever. Now, I couldn't shower for nine days. 
I did halfway through go to a hair cuttery or a great clips or something and get my hair washed because there is just nothing like a clean scalp. But it was after that, it was after the drains came out that I really started experiencing these detox symptoms. And I tried everything. I tried the apple cider vinegar. I tried the tea tree oil. I got the clarifying shampoo. But I really believe my body was just moving through a process that it needed to move through. In addition to the dandruff, my skin, my leg skin, my arm skin, my entire body seemed to um, peel off a layer. Like I had the driest skin possible And literally flakes of skin were coming off, even though I was drinking green juices, even though I was drinking tons of water and fluids and lemon water with Celtic sea salt, I was still experiencing this shedding. And if we pause for a minute, I'm going to jump a little bit into the energetics. I really felt like my body, after removing the implants, after removing this armor around my heart, was energetically releasing things that I had been holding onto from nine years ago, old grief, old um, toxic programming, old things from my previous marriage. So many things started coming up, things from my childhood. And I had one of those moments where I was like, are you freaking kidding? Like there was this particular childhood memory that I have done so much work on. I have done so much work on. And I was in a session with one of my my mentors and I was like, this core memory is coming up again. Like, I don't understand. I've healed this 8,000 times. And what she said to me was like, yes, of course you healed it a million times. And what healing feels like is that we're hitting the same thing over and over again. Have you ever felt that where it's like, dang, this thing keeps coming up, it's coming up, it's coming up. But instead of seeing it through the lens of I'm having to heal this thing over and over again, what we're actually doing is spiraling deeper and deeper into the healing. Like we are peeling back layers of the onion. So I hope that that sheds some light for anyone out there that has felt like, dang, I'm coming up against imposter syndrome again. Dang, I'm coming up against my perfection or my overdoing or my putting everyone else first before myself or this thing that happened in my past. And I want you to know that it's not that it's coming up again and again and again, but you are going deeper and deeper and deeper into the spiral of healing. So very different lens, very different lens. So I really believe that without the armor around my heart, with this exposed chest, that I was really able to meet these old parts of me with more love, with more tenderness, with more care to actually support a newer level of healing. So it's really, really powerful. I also believe the shedding, the dandruff, the skin, it's literally like I was releasing this outer layer that no longer served me. And in the first podcast episode, I talked a lot about authenticity and being um, really in my body and feeling like I was in integrity and truth. And it's almost like the outer layer needed to shed so that I could be fully in my resonance, fully in my truth. So super cool and wild and weird. I also, one of the days had a, a rash above my breast and below my breasts. I also was experiencing these face flushes where my face would get intensely, intensely red. It felt like it was burning, almost like I had a fever minus the fever. And I talked to a different mentor who um, was supporting me through this. I highly suggest 
whatever initiations you're going through that you get support on the emotional, energetic, and physical level because I wouldn't have been able to process what I process without my people supporting me. And it's what I love doing um, with my own clients. But when we were talking about this face flush, she's like, well, the face flush, Sam, is connected to your liver and kidneys. Now, I talk a lot about the energetics of the liver and kidneys when we look at grief work and rage work because our liver and kidneys are responsible for processing rage and anger in the body. It's also responsible for processing rage and anger energetically. So even if you eat the cleanest diet, and you have zero toxins in your body, but you're dealing with old rage, old anger that you haven't fully expressed, you might experience challenges with your livers and ki- liver and kidneys. So I connected with my, my mentor on this, and we were looking at just energetically what was happening. And again, I felt as if I was transmuting old rage, old anger, societal programming, ancestral work through my liver and kidneys, not only for myself, but for my clients and for the women on the planet. It's something that I have learned in this journey that my body, you know, I'm so connected to my body, but my body is what supports the transmutation, which doesn't always feel good in my body. I definitely experience a lot, but I know that I was going through healing for the collective. So that was wild. I'm still working on releasing those. They still have been showing up and we've been doing body talk sessions on them, energetic healing sessions on them, um, even just like food things. I've been using my detox tea, which has milk thistle and peppermint and other things to create cooling and detoxing in the liver and kidneys. So I'm literally hitting this from all angles. And on the front of like what I've been doing to support detoxing. So I want to talk about that. So I've been having my detox tea, had no idea how important it was until this. And I'm just like, holy cow, this is a miracle tea. I have also been 1000% consistent with my greens drink and my gut health. Um, I cut out caffeine for the last three weeks to just allow my body to be in her own I want to say like her own engine, not needing to be pushed and picked up with the caffeine, but really being at running at the level that she really needs. Um, but that drink has been so, so, so powerful in getting me nutrients. I've been supplementing with more green juices, um, fruit juices to really just give my body the nutrients that it needed. And I started doing lymphatic drainage massage um, for my breasts. And that was a really big step for me because the first time I saw my practitioner, I was still in a space of feeling super protective. I literally have been wearing these like giant sweatshirts and giant sweaters over my chest and feeling protective, almost like an animal. When you have an injured animal and they kind of like cower in their cave or they stay in their cocoon, I literally had these two wounds um, that I was protecting, but also emotionally and energetically, there's this rawness and this tenderness that I was experiencing in feeling exposed in my chest. And so when I went to my first session, she could barely put her hands on me. And I was in a lot of discomfort. I had a lot of fear. And I am not normally a fearful person. I've done so much work on releasing fear and being in my vision and being in gratitude and being in that frequency that I know supports healing. 
But let's be real, I was superhuman. And I was really in my fear of being touched, of having something go wrong, of having to prolong healing. And so the first time it was, it was challenging. But afterwards, the inflammation in my armpits, in my lymph nodes started to calm down. So I have seen her three times now. And each time I feel like it's supporting the release of the inflammation and the liquid that's like around my breast tissue and my lymph nodes. Uh, My lymph nodes are super swollen still. And I learned that about the three to four week mark, they should calm down. Now I want to share a fascinating lesson that I learned. So after the surgery, I started listening to podcasts. I started connecting with some more explant people. And I listened to a Skinny Confidential podcast with a guest on who is a breast explant patient advocate. So she works with um, a pretty well-known explant doctor in Austin. And what she was saying, she was talking a lot about breast implant illness, but one thing really, really struck me. And she said, 90% of the women that come in to see her had expressed that their chests and their implants were larger than what they had wanted. So they were essentially overfilled. And when I heard this, I had a giant emotional reaction because for the last nine years, I have been blaming myself for having what I felt was like obscenely large boobs, 34 double Ds, when I wanted a full C or a small D. And I just took on this programming that it was my fault. Like I worked out and I leaned out before my initial surgery. So maybe it was my fault that I lost weight and I lost breast tissue. So when the doctor did the surgery, he filled it to the size that I had asked for. And I just assumed that once I quote unquote put back on my weight, that they just were bigger than what I wanted because it was my fault. And I had a holy shit moment of this is the motherfucking patriarchal programming that I didn't even consider that the doctor filled me more than I wanted to. I didn't even consider that he had any responsibility in this matter. I didn't even consider that it wasn't my fault. Now, regardless of you know whose fault it was or whether he overfilled or if I leaned out or like whatever, it doesn't really matter, or we both just went in with the highest intention and this is what happened, the thing that was shocking to me was that I internalized it. And that, to me is part of the reason I do the work that I fucking do. It is not your fault. It is not your fault. It is not your fault. We get to question these things that make us think that whatever outcome is happening is your fault. It is not your fucking fault. Now, I believe that perhaps they needed to be that large for me to feel uncomfortable at this point in my life so that I would remove them. Is it possible that if I did have like full nice C's that I ever would have had an explant? Maybe, maybe not, right? So like, I'm not saying the doctor did anything wrong, but what I'm saying is the programming that made me think it was my fault is what is wrong with our society. So that was just a huge moment for me, a huge, huge moment of just healing and self-compassion and just really feeling like, wow, holy fuck, look at this, look at this work. Like, this is why I do my work. So I thought that was absolutely fascinating, absolutely fascinating. And yeah, I'm just in awe of that, to be honest with you. Really, really in awe. And 
this leads me to this intuition piece. So if we're talking about societal programming, you guys know I talk a lot about us being disconnected from our intuition. That is what allows the people that are in power to continue to stay in power. When women are disconnected from their bodies, disconnected from their intuition, we are out of our power. But when we start to listen to that inner voice, when we start to listen to our body, when we start to listen to these cues and these questions and these pulls towards taking certain actions, that is when we take our power back. And so as I have been showing up online with this journey, I've had so many women reach out and say, you know what? I've been thinking about an explant, but I'm so scared. You know what? I've heard other people getting explants, but I really want to do this, but I'm terrified. What am I going to look like? Am I going to like what my boobs look like? You know, on and on and on and on. Or I would love to get an explant, but I just, I can't possibly do it. I don't, I don't know what my partner's going to think about it. And so there's this giant piece around listening to your intuition and trusting yourself that I think is so important. I will continue to preach it forever and ever and ever. Your body knows. Are you ready for the crazy part? I, from the outside, it looks like I probably did this pretty fast. I had this aha moment at a retreat in January. I'm like, okay, great. I know that I need to get these out. And within three weeks, I had my surgery. I can't believe it's literally only been six weeks since this whole thing started. And I just knew. Intuitively, I knew. And I had a healing session early on in my recovery. And my healer said, you know, this decision has saved you thousands and thousands of dollars and tons of health issues that would have potentially happened in the next year. And I'm like, oh, that's cool. Like, yeah, sure, maybe, right? Like, okay, that's possible. But I don't have any issues. I never felt any issues. Like, I'm good. Turns out, I go back to my doctor for a post-op and he shows me the implants. He shows me the pictures of the capsules. And there was capsular contraction on one of the implants. And the seam around that one was starting to open. Now, it wasn't opened, thank God. But... The doctor said within the next year, it is possible that that would have opened and would have leaked silicone into my body, in which case I would have started to deal with crazy, crazy symptoms. Could it be really, you know, big brain fog, autoimmune, deep health issues, toxic things from the leakage of the silicone. And I just had that moment of like, holy shit. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for learning how to listen to my intuition and my gut. And if I hadn't gone through the shit that I went through in my marriage and divorce, if I hadn't gone through the past breakup, if I hadn't gone through all the stuff that I went through with my dance crew, if I hadn't gone through this healing of my sensuality and really connecting with my divinity, with my soul, with my body, would I have been able to listen? And it's possible that I would have, but I also just kind of know in my gut that I needed to go through th- through these things in order to build this trust in that inner knowing. So I want to take that lesson and say, your body knows. 
I want to take that lesson and say everything challenging that's happened to you in the past has probably happened for a reason, not because you did anything wrong, not because you were bad or you deserved it, but because that was your resilience training, because that was your mindset training, your trust training, your intuition training. And so can we look back on all of those challenges with so much love and so much grace? And then the last piece that I want to share is I had realized that I was removing these implants literally nine years, almost to the month after getting them in. And I learned that nine is a completion cycle. And I think it's in numerology. I don't actually know, but I was told by a couple people, nine is the completion cycle. And I looked back at where I was nine years ago. I look back at the challenges that I went through over the last nine years. And I feel that I intuitively needed to put those in, in order to create the armor around my heart so that I would have the strength to move through the shit that I needed to move through. I am incredibly empathic and I don't know if I had this open heart, if I really truly would have had the strength to do the things that I did, like initiating a divorce out of a really, really challenging marriage, like choosing my health over my dance career and essentially getting fired because I wasn't vaccinated, in choosing to move forward with an explant because it was simply no longer in alignment with my body. And I know that these things were challenging. I also went through a really, really gnarly breakup in there too, that literally I thought I was going to break my world, break my life. And this armor around my heart allowed me to almost put up this facade, put up this wall where it felt very performative. Like my, literally my boobs would walk into a room before me. And without them, it has opened up this level of tenderness, of authenticity, of truth, of softness, of femininity, of deep, deep self-acceptance and self-love. I think I need to do a whole nother podcast on like breast love and meditations for healing your body and loving your body, but that's a whole side note. But I feel as though I am accessing whole new levels and a whole new layer of embodiment in all of the work I've taught in my program, Sex, Money, Magic, and all of the work that I teach about being able to be in your feminine, be able to be connected to your soul self and your God source spirit. And it has been fucking wild. Like literally my mind is blown at this human journey. I'm just fascinated and wowed and in awe of everything that this journey has provided. Um, it's been so special. Since so special. So I want to end on a funny. I went back to teach for the first time uh, this past Monday and I had my big leopard sweater on and I finally was able to fit into like a cute workout outfit, but I had to shimmy up over my hips because I still can't get my arms over my head. And I remember being like, okay, I know that I can't physically do stuff, but I'm just going to surround myself with all my regulars at the gym and just trust that they will hold me. And I was driving to the gym and I was feeling so emotional. And it was like I was debuting my new baby titties. <laughs> and I just felt that softness, that tenderness, that really I felt like I was exposed. Like without the implants, I feel so much more heart open and so much more exposed. 
And again, it's like a fresh wound where, you know, you're still a little uncomfortable. You're still babying it. You're still taking care of it and loving it so much. And that's kind of how I feel. Like my chest is in this really tender space. And so I start the class. I share with everyone I'm recovering from surgery and that I'm going to need their help. And I still have my big leopard sweater on. And about 10 minutes in, I start sweating and I'm like, oh shit, Like I can't keep this on. So I say over the mic, all right, team, I'm getting rid of my security blanket. Like, here we go. And I take off my sweater. And I had one of my members right next to me and she like cheered me on and said something amazing. And it just felt like, here I am. Like, I'm getting emotional. Like, here I am. Here is my heart. Here is my soul. Here I am on my my soul's journey and my path to bring women home to themselves. And the only way that I can teach it is if I live it. And so I have just been so honored and grateful that you have been here in this journey with me and that you have been witnessing and holding me as I walk through this portal so that I can even more deeply embody this learning, these codes, this information, this wisdom, so that I can share it with the women I work with. So I just, I truly feel so grateful. I feel so deeply honored to walk this path. I feel so honored to be able to share it with Instagram and the women in my world and the women in my mentorship and and my one-on-one clients. And so I want to close with These things that we walk through, these challenges, these uncomfortable moments, these uncomfortable situations are so potent and so powerful if we are committed to pulling out the wisdom and the lessons. They could be the most challenging, painful things, and we can feel like a victim, and we can give our power away to everyone and everything outside of ourselves, or we can choose that everything is happening for us. And when we choose that everything is happening for us, we choose the lessons, we choose the wisdom, we choose the resilience, we choose the strength, we choose the truth. And that is power. Being able to walk through the initiations, walk through the challenges, knowing that you are getting stronger. So if you are in a tough place right now, if you are on a healing journey, if you're on an expansion journey, if you're moving through some shit, I just want to say, I see you, take care of you, take care of you. That is another lesson that I learned deeply was this surrender that sometimes we do need a nap so that our logical mind can get out of the way so that our soul and our like unseen realm can do the work that it needs to do. Yeah. More on surrender and getting support later. My friends, if this resonated with you, feel free to share it with a friend. I'm so open for questions. Send me a DM at Samantha Joe Harvey on Instagram. Let me know what you're loving. Let me know what topics you want to hear more of. I literally feel like a new woman and I'm so, so excited for what I am creating behind the scenes because I know that I'm here to raise the vibration of women on the planet. And it starts with you. Thanks for being here. I love you. I'll see you next time. Thank you so much for joining me. If today's podcast inspired you in any way, we would love your support in spreading the word. Please subscribe, rate, and review, and let the other queens in your life know that they are also worthy of living life full out. 
If you want to continue the conversation, I'd love to connect with you on Instagram or Facebook at Samantha Joe Harvey. Have a fabulous day and I'll see you next time.